We spent three hours today at the DMV. Why? He needed a state ID for work. I left like three times. You get more documents? Uh, no, I just got tired of waiting. And there's a Best Buy across the street. So I gave Emerson my wallet and said, here, pay for everything when, you, when you're up. And when I came back, he was, we still had like 10 to go. Really? Yeah, at one point there was like 46 people ahead of him. Just like Beetlejuice? That's what I brought up. He says you've seen Beetlejuice. I know he has because mom, Gretchen loves the part, the banana song. So I know he's seen it, but he didn't really, he didn't get it. So whatever. Hey guys, this is Alex Sturgeon with the Hobbytown Hobbyplex. And uh, with me as always... Will Brinton. And we are bringing you the Hobbyplex show where we talk about mostly stuff that can happen at the Hobbyplex, but we have some some RC chat in there, um, new products every once in a while. We talk about, uh, of course, our local racing, some racing that we do, national level racing. It's kind of turned into an RC car show. I was trying, yeah. I was trying initially to like be inclusive to other hobbies like uh, like RC planes and stuff like that. But to be honest with you, there's not really that much to talk about with RC planes. Yeah, it's like, hey, did you guys see the new P-51 Mustang from some guy? Like, yeah, we saw it. Cool. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you see the new motor? Yep. Sweet. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> It's the same, they're the same airplanes they've had for the last 50 years, you know? Yeah. New servo comes out, like, eh. yeah. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> yeah. Did you break it? No. Great. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> now the airplane guys are going to be mad at me. God. A lot, a lot of them are kind of up there in age they probably don't listen to podcast true that yeah man like i'm an airplane guy though we're both airplane guys yeah yeah i need to get mine fixed oh so you're not an airplane guy you don't have an airplane yeah i i do have an airplane to be an airplane guy (sighs) i've got an airplane but it's it's uh it's missing its front cowl and prop and motor shaft and motor right now i need Ah, to get it fixed one of everything yeah, yeah. I, I I have an airplane. It's missing one of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually been looking at a new plane to get. I just I just don't know what to get. I I want a like a Timber X. They got this nighttime Timber X that can get all lit up and stuff. I think that'd be pretty rad. Yeah, I'm gonna get the new Thunder Cougar Falcon Bird. And then I saw uh, FMS has a couple cool like scale planes that I thought was really neat. I really want a P38 Lightning from somebody. Kip's got one that he want he. I, he finally gave me a price on what to buy it, and I'm just like, oof. How much is that? <sighs> like 500 bucks. Man, you can buy a lot of RC car stuff with that $500. I know, I know. and it's it, But it's so cool. P-38 is like one of my all-time favorite airplanes. Biplanes are my favorite. I'm a sucker for a good biplane. Yeah, yeah, biplanes are rad, dude. That's um, I got an Ultimate, too. They got that new Ultimate. Um, like the Ultimate I had an X Ultimate 3D the dams and everything yeah. on it. Yep. Yeah, that's what my ultimate 2 is. It's it's basically a 3D plane. It's got three different um built-in um levels of throw. Elevon yeah. mixing. Well, not really mixing, but it'll if 
you can fly it like like a sport plane and it barely throws the the um uh surfaces control surfaces and then you can put it on like a like a basic uh 3d mode where it gives it a little bit more and then you can put it into extreme 3d mode where it gives it a lot and then the you know that's what i usually fly it at and then i usually land it on the easy mode so i don't when you when you when you fly it in extreme mode do you drink uh a mountain dew and uh eat doritos to your extreme Uh, no i mean sometimes i love doritos check it out extreme cheddar Yeah, yeah, keep it extreme. I like how we just said this isn't an airplane show. Now we're talking about airplanes. I know. <laughs> Dude, okay, so uh, before we start talking about other stuff, I took Emerson Sturgeon to the DMV today. So I had this plan today. I was supposed to have yesterday off. I worked a couple hours at the Plex, and then we got slow, and there was only too many people there. And I'm like, well, I'm going home. So I left. And uh, um, we went back a little bit later, and we took my bridge back. So I built this really awesome wood bridge for the crawling course and this this would have been the third time that i had to fix it at the plex because all the kids crawl on it and knock it down and i'm kind of tired of it so i'm building this crawler course in my backyard and i'm like you know what i'm gonna take that home and i'm just gonna build something else there that's way stronger and so um so i took all that stuff home i made emerson drag it to the backyard and then i worked on it today but my plan today was to get that all done spend most of the day out there in my backyard well, then yesterday, of course, as we were out doing stuff, because as soon as I get home, my wife's like, hey, uh, you're off. Let's go do some stuff. And I'm like, yay, let's go do some stuff. That sounds great. Sign me up. Yeah. So we went to like the mall and uh, we went to see this bike shop that has a whole bunch of China bikes. You went to the mall? Yeah, we went to the mall here. The, not- Was there like two people there? Yeah. It was it was pretty slow, but I mean, Gretchen wanted to go to Dillard's for a purse. Emerson and I went to, went to the food court. Oh, really? What'd you get? An, did you get an Orange Julius? No, they don't have that there anymore. They have something else called Orange something something, where it's basically like Orange Julius left and they left all their equipment, so somebody came and bought Orange Julius, and now they basically serve Orange Juliuses, but they're not Orange Juliuses. I think it's Orange Theory. Yes, there you go. Orange Theory. Thank you. It's yeah. like orange Julian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had pizza. We had two pieces of pizza and they were basically like, it was like store-bought pizza that was heated up. That's what I think it was. So was it Sbarro? No, it wasn't Sbarro. It was somebody, somebody bought the Sbarro too. And yeah. They're like we got DiGiorno. It's better than delivery. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so then she's like, Hey, tomorrow you got to take Emerson to the DMV. And I'm like, what? So, I spent three hours of my life that I'll never get back uh, going to the DMV today. So Emerson can get his state ID so that he can um, get this job that he applied for and was hired. He's going to be your next drive through people at McDonald's at 168th. No, I'm sorry, Elkhorn. He's going to eventually be at the Elkhorn one. We need to find out when he's, when he's working the drive through so we can go in and like order like weird stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I tell him, I told uh, Aaron, like, man, that was the most time I've eaten. Mc- like, when we got back from our trip this weekend, mm-hmm. that was the most time I've eaten McDonald's in, like, the last three years. Yeah, it was. And, and, I, and it's like, Emerson only wanted to eat there. And now he's working there. Like, he likes it so much, he's working there. Yeah. They're, they're paying 14-year-olds 10 bucks an hour. 
Yeah. And he can only work 20 hours a week. So $200 a week minus taxes. That's, that's not too bad for being 14. Yeah. I'd be able to buy a car. I moved out of my house. My parents in when I was 19, which would have been 1998. I moved, I moved out of my parents' house. I got an apartment. It was three twenty-five dollars a month in 1998 on seven twenty-five an hour. That's what I was, I worked, I, cause I worked at gamers for four years and in the late nineties and seven twenty-five an hour was all I was making. And I moved out of my parents' ha- house on that. I remember when I was working at hobby town, I started there, I was making six twenty-five or six fifty or something like that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was actually really good. Me. <laughs> I was in high school. Yeah. As always, this show is brought to you by uh, Pivot Lending Group, and you can find them at pivotlending.com. And if you mention our show to uh, Don Zoller or David Olson's dad, um, you can get $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate on your next uh, home loan or refinance, which honestly, with the amount of um, real estate prices here in Omaha, would be a, kind of a smart thing to do, even if you're not going to move anywhere. Yeah, do it. So Gretchen and I did. Back to the mall, though. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So I want to buy like a mall, like restaurant thing, like in a food court. Yeah. And put in like a McDowell's, like in Coming to America. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that. <laughs> were you really? Yeah, no. like like the 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 Golden M or whatever. <laughs> like I want to, I want to, I want to make a McDowell's, and you get sued by McDonald's. Yeah, or sued by McDowell's. I bet you that that's trademarked somewhere. Mm-hmm. That'd be sweet. So you'd have to like come up with another one, like a like one that's close to both of them. Yeah, like like McDougal's. Yeah, that's that's a obscure Simpsons reference. <laughs> Is it? You mean I made a Simpsons reference without knowing it? Yeah, you did actually. Gosh darn it! Simpsons did it. Weak. <laughs> Weak. <laughs> okay, one more thing. We got to tidy. Um, I want to tidy this up. So we do. We are on Patreon. Believe it or not. Yes. And uh, right now we have two Patreon members, Peter Renault and uh, Nick Chestnut. And uh, I just want to give a big shout out to them uh, for being our first uh, Patreon members. I have some ideas on how to use Patreon, but uh, I don't want to, I don't want to like get anything, like let any cats out of the bag or anything. But um, I do have a couple ideas and I think if it, if it works out, it could be very interesting. Um, a very fun thing to do to, to be to have some exclusive content to Patreon. So at this moment, yeah, it'd be cool. Uh, Peter and Nick would be the only ones to be able to use that exclusive content. So, <laughs> yeah, or you can check out my OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it is. That's basically what these these things are now. Is is kind of your own OnlyFans, except that we're not, you know naked or anything oh we're, we're not gonna get naked on patreon i don't think so <laughs> i don't even know if that goes against it. it probably does i'm sure it goes against the rules unless it's like artistic i bet or something like that. we make art yeah i can make art <laughs> <laughs> i've been grappling with with this today it's it's actually not a funny subject but uh i just i want to give a mention because like okay so i sometimes make fun of it on here but like my mom died in 2009. She was 55 years old. It, it's definitely a moment in my life where I, I realized that we're not immortal. You know, I think, I think every human being has a, 
when you're in your twenties and stuff and maybe thirties, early thirties and everything's going great and all your family members are alive and, and all that where, you know, you kind of think you're, you know, not immortal. This is going to last forever. Yeah. You know, and then something crazy happens like, like that. And I know it hit me and I was like, Oh crap. Like I'm at the time, I think I was 32 or something like that. And I was like, Holy shit. Like I've, I've only got like 20 years left. That's how I think about it. I know, I know I could live longer than that. I'm just saying like, 55 is pretty young. So it, it it's not something that like affected me in the way of, I can't really say that I had, you know, any like depression or anything from that, but it, I mean, it was definitely a sad moment. I mean, my mom and I got along. It's not like, you know, it's not like I was ever happy or anything like that, that she was gone. I'm definitely sad, but it's, it's just a, it's a crazy thing. Uh, our mortality and, and I found out today that uh, Rex Welch, who's Kendall Welch's dad, and I believe he's the guy behind RW Mods, uh, yeah, who modded engines and stuff, passed away yesterday. And uh, uh, I just want you know I don't know if he if he watches or eat or anything like that because Kendall's kind of been out of RC for a little while. Um, but I just want him to know that um, I'm definitely thinking about him. And I'm really sorry to hear about his loss and, and I hope their family um, comes out okay. I mean, as okay as you can be for losing your, you know, your dad or your husband or whatever. Because I think he's, yeah. you know, I'm pretty sure that was close. I mean, they were a close family. The other cool thing about Kendall is that Kendall's always, Kendall was always really good at RC, but he was mm-hmm. never like, um, he was never uh he never got, he, he was one of those racers that, that doesn't get mad even when things aren't going his way. Like he's yeah. very, always very even killed and, and he's always happy. You could always kind of mess with him a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. you know, his, I, I, his dad came down a few times for some of our racers and was kind of the same way. They're always very even keeled and, and, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, that's pretty, pretty sad news. And, uh, I just, I just want to give yeah. them, their family a shout out to to know that we're thinking about them. Yeah, Kendall and uh, Rex, they were they were guys that like anytime I'd run into them at a race or we'd be at the same race or I'd travel up there and see them. You know, it's like we just pick up where we left off. You know, yeah, they're like I, I if if Kendall and I were closer like together, I always thought we would hang out. You know, yeah, um, think a lot alike, and you know. Uh, really good family. Uh, I'm going to miss Rex. I mean, I, the last time I saw him was at, uh, Thunder Road. And I went up there for that carpet race. Uh, we all went out to dinner and at that place that we, uh, drove by, uh, I can't remember what it was called, but that big like steakhouse looking thing, the tap, whatever. Oh, the, the, oh, I can't remember the name of it either. Yeah. It looked yeah. like a nice place. We almost probably should have stopped there. Yeah. But instead we went to the bar from Fargo and it was great. <laughs> I mean, the food was it, hot, it, so that was good. No, but I mean, just to get back to my point, I mean, both, both you know, the good, consistent, nice people. I've never seen either one of them angry. Yeah. And I didn't find out until, like, you texted me right before the show. I, re- I read the post from from um, Kendall's mom, and, uh, I mean, it. it's kind of sad. I mean, they were out on, like, a group bike ride, apparently. And uh, they, they think you might have just had a heart attack or, or had a... Uh, maybe a blood clot or something like that, but I don't, it's not, 
really in my business, so I don't want to get into it too much. But I mean, at least I mean, like, no, I in, that, in that regard, they were out doing something together, which is what I always try to do with Emerson. You know, I'm always trying to have him and I do stuff together because um, eventually he's going to get, you know, he's going to move away. He's going to be an adult and and uh, start leading his own life. And, you know, hopefully we're we're close the whole time. But but, you know, let's say he moves to a different city or something, you know, I won't be able to see him as much. So I try to spend as much time with him as I can. And it was nice to see them spending time together, too. Mm-hmm. So definitely. So anyways, I sorry, I know we get we get pretty giggly and funny about the show and and I know that that's something that hopefully doesn't bum everybody out, but um I just kind of want to lead off the show with just letting them know that we're thinking about them. Well, what else did we do this weekend? What else happened this weekend? There was no real racing because the Nats was 2 weeks ago. Yeah. There's no nothing national, right? I didn't see anything. Not that I know of. I mean, there what was that there's a I think I don't know what race it was. It must have been in California. Thomas oh yeah, yeah. There was that. Uh, Larry went to the uh, the Proline Summer Shootout from the Hot Rod Hobbyist crew. Okay, um, I watched some video of that track and and of uh, Dustin um, Dustin practicing. I saw some laps from Cavalry practicing. I really didn't see anything else on that at the time. Yeah, I think the mains are on Facebook. Pretty sure. Oh really? Yeah, I think so. At least one of them. That's the only one I can think of. Yeah, it's hard to follow up a Nats with another big race. Yeah, everybody's burned out. You yeah, they've been somewhere for a week and probably don't have enough money to go to another race. So yeah, I saw um, Ryan Lutz was at uh, a track in Ohio and they had like like almost three hundred entries for for a one day event. That's pretty cool. And, it, uh, and then I saw a post from Bornhorse saying that, that he was going to take the week off and then saw the entry count, grabbed his e-buggy and went racing. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I do that. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of how, honestly, that's kind of how our weekend went, didn't it? So. Yeah. We uh, showed up and drove. So we had made plans to go to the Region 8 Regionals in, uh, for Nitro 8 scale, electric 8 scale. Yeah, Fastlane in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, this was kind of one of those weekends that I had planned since I knew the race was happening way back in like February. And mm-hmm. uh, um, we uh, got all packed up. We went to your house Thursday night. And um, we're all set and ready to go. We were going to do after hours from your house, but it, it was kind of late. And uh, um, yeah, we, it would have been way after hours. Yeah, it would have been way after hours. So we just kind of skipped it. Um, I was super tired too. Cause I think I, I think something happened where I ended up staying up like crazy late on Wednesday again. Yeah. And, uh, so anyways, so we woke up and checked the weather cause they were, they had gotten rain on Thursday that day. And then they said, you know, we'll let you know by 9am Friday and they canceled the race. And so we were just yeah. kind of twiddling our thumbs on what to do. We started looking at other tracks to go to and we thought about maybe, uh, Emory Park in Wichita, and they were rained out. We had thought about uh, Thunder Road in uh, in Moline, Illinois, and they were rained out. Um, and then we looked up uh, Aspen Park in in South Dakota, Sioux Falls area, and they didn't race till Sunday. And then uh, we went out to to eat breakfast, and we're sitting there, and uh, you're like, 
you're like, what about, what about something in Minnesota? And then it dawned on me that, uh, I had planned on going up to FTR a couple times this year, but a, a lot of their dates crossed up with stuff that I also wanted to go to, like the, like the region eight regionals. And so I brought up their flyer and sure enough, they were racing that Saturday. And yeah. so we just decided, well, okay, let's go. And so we, we made the six and a half hour drive, um, to Foley, Minnesota, which is, uh, to uh, uh, Full Throttle Raceway, which is um, Sean Van Dalen's track, Seth Van Dalen's dad. And uh, they were having a, their kind of their series, one of their series races. And uh, we got there about 9 o'clock on Friday night. It was great. Just packed up, went up there, got to pit in the, the hobby shop kind of building. Yeah, that was nice. It was, I mean, it was really cool. Like, it, you know, we didn't have to, I was like, I was like, where should we pit at? We don't have any lights. I even think about bringing in lights. I didn't think about it and, either. Dumb. Yeah. And, uh, uh, they're like, you just put in the, put in the, the shack or whatever. I'm like what? The shack? I'm like, yeah, just go, go over there in the, the shack. I go in there and John's in there and, uh, he, he didn't know I was coming. He was like, Oh, what are you doing here? You know? Yeah. So, yep. Drove, drove that far for club race. I had a great time. Yeah. They let us practice, uh, till like midnight on Friday. Cause I mean, they're out in the boonies, so nobody cares. I ran, I ran packs until two. Did you? I can't remember that's what time when, we, that's left. When we left. It was two. Oh my God. I don't even remember that. I, we got video of it. So, um, mm-hmm. so I got this new camera and, uh, the first video I made was the drag racing video with it. And compared to this weekend, uh, the drag racing was a lot easier to film. <laughs> so, yeah, so I got us, I got us like in the car getting rained on on our way up there. Cause of course we got rained on on the way up there. Why not? Um, you know, we kind of documented the steps we took to head up there and uh, a lot of the race, a lot of the actual RC car video that I took was kind of shaky. Yeah. It was like the Blair witch project, <sighs> dude. So I, one of the, <laughs> one of the biggest things that bothers me about YouTube videos, RC car, YouTube videos, it's shaky camera work. I'm so scared. Oh. <laughs> I'm so startled right now. <laughs> I'm so startled right now. On a side note, you know, I saw the original Blair Witch Project in the movie theaters because my manager, Mike Shue at, 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 uh, at Gamers, told me that I should go see Blair Witch Project because it was true. They found, like, the story was they found this footage with nobody around and, and all this other stuff. And so, yeah, and right. so I no listen, yeah. I bought into it. I'm like, really? I'm like, I got to go see this. And so I went and saw it and I was scared out of my pants. And Were then, you really? Oh yeah. Heck yeah. And then, and then like, like a couple weeks later, I remember Mike coming in and going, dude, you know that Blair Witch movie? I'm like, yeah, it's all fake. And I was like, what? I want my eight bucks back. I was surprised that it, yeah, I want my, I want my $8 back. Give me back my fifteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to torture me for it. <laughs> uh, anyways, so yeah, so we went up there and uh, we practiced, and then we uh, we 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 spent the night in a hundred and forty five dollar a night hotel. Yeah, it was ritzy. Yeah, I, I felt too nice, honestly. Yeah. And we spent how many hours did we actually spend there? We got there. We went to sleep at like two thirty or so. 
we slept for five hours. Yeah, and then we woke up and and so, rated. Wait, what does that break down to per hour? Uh, good, that's a good question. I was trying to figure that out. Hold on, I got a calculator. Okay, so one hundred forty-five dollars divided by five is uh oh, it's thirty dollars a night or thirty dollars an hour. I slept for thirty dollars an hour. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, $30 an hour uh, at this hotel. And then we went back, and then um, uh, they started qualifying at 11. Um, how did it go? I don't know. I This one, this one I'm, I, I struggled with, for sure. Well, I took a brand-new e-buggy that I didn't... I don't, I don't know anything about the new car. I, I just took it up there and was running it. Um, Kyle Holmberg got me closer. But honestly, it was kind of like, eh, I really didn't have any expectations. I was just going to drive my car because it had no time on it, no no breaking in, nothing. And kind of like even at the end, I don't think it's still right. Like it needs like a good hour on this car, another hour to break in the drivetrain and get everything working right to where it builds grip. Because it just felt no matter what I did, it was still just too soft. That tells me the drivetrain isn't binding yet. Yeah. You know? And I was looking at my at my CBD or my how many CBDs my uh, outdrives and everything, and they still look like brand new. Maybe a little bit of wear, but not what you want for an eight scale. So, um, I I learned a lot about the new car. I mean, that's that's a positive thing to take away from it. And yeah, uh, Kyle Holmberg's really dialed in an e buggy. So with this car, yeah, and. Uh, uh, he helped me. He even he uh, gave me a set of shocks to run in the main. I was like, "Look at my look at my rebound." I like pushed my car down and picked it up because I kept trying to make it stiffer, and the rear rear shocks didn't even like move yet. Yeah. Like you'd pick it up and then they'd come down. And I was like, "That's not gonna work." <laughs> and so uh, he was like, "Just take these shocks and we'll put them on your car." And like he did that, and it was better, but it still just didn't have that drive like it should have, you know, especially on outdoor. Yeah. But, um, so I was just kind of sliding around having a good time. I had a great time. Like, I don't even know how I finished like fifth, sixth, something like sixth. that. You finished sixth. I went sixth. back and looked. Yeah. I, I was up to, I believe third at one time. Yeah, you were. And then I, cra- and I crashed it all away. Yep. <laughs> it was just like, like the track was, the track was, uh, it was overcast. So it didn't really groove up and to describe the surface. It was like, like a pancake batter in a bag like that dusty fluffiness and uh, which is, you know, no tire wear is great. You run one set of tires just, I ran green reflexes and they were, they were really good. So it was like, we're all, we're all kind of racing the the track, but I think that knowing what I know now, if I were to go back, I'd have a a lot better car. Honestly, I thought my car was great. I just, yeah, I just drove it bad. Like my, my techno car, I'll tell you what, the, the car that I have right now is basically the same setup. I, I did make it, I made some changes after the Thunder Road race back in May. Um, but even then they were various, like very small changes. Um, mm-hmm. But I basically have the same car that I ran the first, the last round of the winter series. Um, and I, you know, I, I kind of felt behind on, on the high traction clay track, but on this outdoor stuff so far, that car is really good. And yeah. uh, that's not even without, I mean, I haven't put any of the Van Dalen or, or Tebow Wiggins setup stuff on it at all. I just kind of built it and, mm-hmm. uh, I qualified second after the first qualifier with one little minor crash. 
Yeah. And uh, I go. I was rewatching the video last night, trying to find, trying to figure out how I was going to tell our story. And uh, that first qualifier, the track's pretty dialed, dude. Dude, I ra- I I had no crashes. Yeah. I was I was slow, but I was just kind of like rolling around. Yeah. You know, just not like my like I felt like I was waiting for my car at times. Yeah. You know, when like uh, uh, Kyle passed me in our heat. And, uh, I was like, yeah, I can't get out of that corner that fast. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yep. And, uh, uh, just running a clean race and, uh, keeping the, keeping her all, all four wheels on the dirt type of deal. Yep. But I, I think, I think cause I was running blue springs all the way around in my car. I think I should have just kept that. Like I shouldn't have changed my car after the first qualifier. Cause that was probably as good as it was going to get. Right with the stiffer springs and stuff on it, but eh, whatever. I'd like crashed in the main. I was like laughing. Just my cars went like tumbling everywhere. Like, I, I don't know. I had a good time. My second qualifier. I don't even feel like talking about cause I basically crashed so many times that it didn't really matter. Yeah. I, I crashed, uh, like, Ooh, I didn't, I lost count. <laughs> and then the main came and, uh, Kyle crashed on the opening lap and uh, yeah. Jordan and I got around him and I was, I was up there going, okay, here we go. I'm back in the game here. And then on the third lap I crashed and I did it in probably the worst spot on, on the planet. And I think I got the longest marshal I've ever had in my entire life. And I watched every, all 10 cars just go right by me. And it took a while cause you guys were all kind of spread out. Yeah. I, I crashed on the first lap and went to last. Yeah. <laughs> I laid, I laid up on that du- on the big double on the, that was on the right side. Mm-hmm. I laid up to keep from piling into whoever is in front of me. I had like a good run on him. I was like, I'm going to hit him. And I lifted and I just like went flying off the track. Yeah. And, <laughs> whatever. It was my own fault. I should, should have stuck with it, you know? So, so I, I was working my way back up. I think, I think at one point I was battling for fifth. And, uh, and I, I was behind KP reigns and he was double, he was double doubling the back doubles and I was tripling singling it. And I, I, I let up a little bit to gap him, um, to, to let him gap me a little bit. And then I was, I was, I don't know what I was thinking. It's one of those things where I was like, this would be really cool if I could just jump over the top of him. And so I gunned it to, to do, to do the triple and he had not quite cleared the double yet. And I just, I just completely cleaned him out midair. And, uh, got, we got that on video. That was great. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, and I waited, you know, cause I'm like totally my fault. That's stupid of me. Really stupid. And uh, that the leaders get away some more. I think you got away from me some more. And then the last thing that happened to me in that main was <laughs> <laughs> so in the same spot, the same spot that I, that I had to wait for all 10 cars to go by. I was coming around. I cleaned the triple rolled it and then I was heading up the hill and that same corner marshal took your car the same marshal that waited for me waited for all 10 cars before he got me took your car and chucked him right in front of my car yeah I had that I had that planned I still own like yeah. five bucks yeah he took he took your car and chucked it right in front of my car and I got knocked completely off the track and so then I was I was kind of pissed so I took my radio because I was mad and I shook it I was like, damn it. And I shook my radio. Mm-hmm. Well, the bottom of my radio, my MT44 is broken. The, uh, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the battery holder thing 
is broke. And normally it's not a problem. But when you shake your radio out of rage and frustration, uh, the bottom opens up and your battery falls out in the middle of the race and you have no more control over your car. You should have got the rage protection battery yeah. door. Yep, should have. So uh, so I, I, I stared at my radio battery that was lying on the, on the driver's stand floor. And, uh, and then I was like, grab it, grab it. And I meant to say, my battery's out. But what I said was, my battery's dead, which is not true. Yeah. But either way, I had no more control of my car. And at that point, I was like, I'm just better off just not running anymore. So I gathered it all up and I, I walked over there and grabbed my car and started packing up. I did not throw my radio. I just want everybody to know that. I had like two people yeah, come I th- up. I had two people come up to me and go, did you throw your radio? I'm like, no, I didn't throw my radio. I thought you threw your radio. I know you did. I did not throw my radio. <laughs> I shook my radio. Did not throw it. So yeah, we should go back. Yeah, I, I would love to. Um, I just got to find the date. So my next outdoor race that I have planned is, um, is the Emory Park. Uh, what do they call it? The Air Capital Showdown or something like that. It's mm-hmm. it's July twenty fifth that weekend. Yeah. So I'm going to that, and then we're going to go to the Cheyenne Showdown like three weeks later when I'm actually on vacation in in Wyoming. I I want to go back a little more prepared. That's yeah. my that's my thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be prepared now that I know what that surface is like because you know Thunder Road when we went there it was hard packed dry but the but the it, it had a groove like the groove is very pronounced. If you kept your car in the groove, you know, you're pretty good. Um, it was pretty rough, but it was, it was, um, uh, it was a little bit, I would say slower full throttle with, with the overcast we had, it never really did have a groove, which was cool. Cause like, like you said, dude, my tires are, I ran triple D's they're I can't even tell they I ran them. Like I cleaned them and looked at them and went, huh, this is great. You know what tire I think would have been really good there is the, those uh, like with the overcast and you know how, like since the track didn't groove up the, the, the surface, it just kind of kept like peeling. Yeah. And you know, you just like fresh dirt every, every lap. Yeah. I think that those, uh, J concepts like magmas, like those big gnarly meaty tires. Yeah. Like I, I think that's what they're called. I think they're, that's they're right. They're offered like yellow compound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those would have just been like, I think they would have been really good. Yeah. And something like That'd that. That'd be fun too to have those and be, have people go like, "What tires are those?" Yeah, like, dude, these are like like paddle tires. Like, this. yeah. <laughs> so in that regard, uh, Jordan uh, Cortan uh, won the race from the third qualifying spot. He was he actually passed me. I blew this corner and he went underneath me. And then then a lap later is when I crashed. And uh, Kyle Hernbug, because of his opening lap crash, he could just never. Um, he he ran out of time. Basically, he finished about a second behind Jordan at the end. So it was a 10 minute race. So again, if you crash in the opening lap, you know, you're not really out of it yet. And then yeah. Clayton Carter, who's come down a few times uh, to the Plex, he finished third. I was like, I, re- I recognize some of these names. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, definitely. So that's all our race went. We raced electric and then Emerson uh, raced nitro. And uh, we went up there uh, when we went up there Friday night, um, we ran, I really wanted to just get his car running um, just so I could hear it. And, uh, boy, that thing was lean on the top Friday night. Yeah. Like Emerson, the way Emerson drives, he's, he, he doesn't, when he's in the air off of these jumps, I try to tell him, I'm like, dude, you got to hit like tap your brakes or something. to put your nose down a little bit. But instead he was nose high 
a lot of times. And in doing so, you could hear the engine just go, Wee! so we worked on that. And then I feel like we got it running kind of back to normal uh, for Saturday. Um, he qualified eighth in the first round. Um, second round, he actually improved by two seconds, which was good. He still didn't get a clean run. He just didn't get a perfect run, you know, but he still did okay. Um, so he did, yeah. he qualified eighth. They, they took eight to the main, so he didn't have to, uh, bump up or anything like that, which was nice, honestly. And then the main came and, uh, I got the first four minutes or so of it on video and I got the last four minutes or so on video. Cause I, I was pitting for him. I don't know what it is about racing in him, like, and rough tracks. He's, he, it, he tends to shine. He tends to do really, he was that way at state line. Like he was in his main at state line in the last race that we were there. They let him borrow that car, and and if it wasn't for a flame out, I mean, he was he was destroying everybody in his main. He would have at least bumped up once, you know. But in qualifying, yeah. in, but he had a rough qualifying go of it. But in the main, he was just he was just on a tear, and that's kind of what he was doing here. He was just he was trying to stay clean, trying to not run run into people, and uh, there was a few flame outs that happened from some of the guys around him. And, uh, at one point he was in fourth Then the pits happened and he kind of fell back a little bit and he had one or two long crashes. And then, um, before you know it, he's being announced in fourth place and the third place guy crashes and he, now he's coming around in third. So I think the last two minutes him and, uh, um, the guy that was racing third, I'll bring up his name here. Um, they were going back and forth and, uh, it was Emerson basically had one less crash. Yeah. And uh, so we were using Discord again to talk to each other. You know how everybody's got those expensive headphones and stuff? Yeah. Well, at the Plex, when we raced Truggy, Emerson's like, why don't we just make a Discord server and talk to each other that way? And so we'd bring our Xbox headphones with the mic and, and tap into our Discord, and it worked. And that's what we did here. He had his earbuds in on one ear, and I had, I had Discord going on my phone, and I, just, I was like, hey, can, wait, nod your head if you can hear me. And he'd nod his head, and I'm like, "This is this is great." So I didn't have to yell at him to pit. And uh, mm -hmm. towards the end there, I was telling him, "I was like, dude, that guy that's behind you, he's 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 fourth. You're third. You need to stay in front of him." And uh, he did what he needed to do um, to take the third position. So I was pretty happy with him. Uh, Cal Holmberg was four laps up on yeah. on Emerson, and Jordan uh, Cortan was two laps up. Um, but e either way, dude, I mean. I was pretty stoked. I mean, honestly, his finish. I didn't say this in the in the video wrap up that we did. I was I was this is something I meant to say, but his finish in this race basically made me forget all about <laughs> the electric race that just happened. Like yeah. I, I didn't even care. I was like, eh, whatever. Emerson's awesome. So so yeah, I was pretty happy. Emerson Emerson killed it, man. He did really, really good. That's good. It's fun to have him race Nitro. I like being pit dad. Yeah. You know? I feel like my pit stops are pretty good. I need to learn yeah, how I to... Didn't, do, I didn't get to watch any of them. I need to learn how to do the one-handed pit thing, where you, like, you pick up the car and shove the thing in there, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's fine, though. I did... And we did pretty good. Good enough. Yeah, that was that. Then we turned around and came home. We were we were thinking about staying another night, but they got done early enough. I mean, we got home at twelve thirty. Well, we got to my house at twelve thirty. You had to you had to spend another hour driving. Yeah, but either way, had a nice relaxing Sunday. I got to sleep in, then went to work for a little bit during the busy you know the peak hours. 
mm-hmm. and then ended up uh, going home or going back home and spending time with family again. And then uh, that's it. And then back to work tomorrow. So we got, um, there's nothing I really need to do to the racetrack. So um, I'm just going to uh, head to work tomorrow, water. I'm going to try to clean a few things. And then I'm actually going to work on the crawler course. I'm going to try to um, move around some rock with a, with a pry bar and some muscle and see if I can make some new lines. Um, I've been meaning to do that for a while, and I think tomorrow's going to finally work out. It's not even supposed to be that hot, so it's going to work out really nice for me. And then we got club racing. That'd be cool. Yeah, we got another just regular club race, Friday and Saturday coming up. Family Friday off-road and Saturday speed off-road. And then the following week is a summer series race. And uh, so next week, um, Monday and Tuesday, will be the track will be closed because I'm going to be making some pretty significant changes um, to the track. Yeah. So it needs it. It's kind of beat up in a few spots now. So it definitely needs some change. That's uh that was our weekend. Um, for those of you watching or will watch this one, uh, I, I did, we, I took some footage. It's going to take me a little while to, uh, to edit this one together. Um, cause I got to really pick out the moments that, the. Uh, the new camera thing I'm learning, it was a lot of the, a lot of the action shots were pretty sketchy. They were pretty uh, shaky. Blair Witch inspired. Yeah, and nothing's worse than watching an RC car video with shaky RC car video. So I got to get better at that. I'm thinking about getting a gimbal. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd gimbal on it. If you can find one, like they're all on a stock everywhere. Yeah, probably just do with the chip shortage. Probably. You want to take a pivot break and we'll talk about the racing that did happen at the Plex and then we'll take some, uh, some, some questions from the audience and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, let's take a break. Yeah, we'll be right back. And now, a word from our sponsors. Yeah! This is a Pivot Lending Update with Dave Rolson and Don Zoller. Get some. This is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. Today is May 10th, 2021 and here to give you guys an update on Pivot Lending. Last time we were on the show, we had just opened up our new headquarters. We're located at 470 in Kipling in the Littleton, Colorado. Super excited about that. But we have also opened up an office outside of Las Vegas. So we have a new retail office there. And just two weeks ago, opened up an office in Salt Lake City. The office manager in Salt Lake City is Taylor Bills. So we're excited Taylor's from the area. He's got an interesting past. He played professional baseball. He was a pitcher. He also, uh, I think it was the very first reality show on ABC, like America's Most Beautiful Person. He won it. And so he's really, uh, really great guy. Uh, so we are on the cusp of entering into some really exciting markets in the New England area. So stay tuned. And look forward to to bringing the updates to you guys here probably towards the end of summer. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109995. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. The winner is... So I was looking at the results uh, from this weekend. Family Friday Off-Road had 42 entries. Saturday Speed Off-Road had 39. So Friday, oh, wow. yeah, Friday beating out Saturday. Um, but Saturday had more drivers, so it was 25 drivers to 23 drivers. Yeah. 
go, I'm going to go over the results really fast, and then we'll uh, we'll get into the chat. Um, okay, so here we go. Uh, Plexpec had an A and B main on Friday night, which to me, I've said this many times, that's a win for me. Any any time that Friday nights have two heats of Plexpec, no matter what else happens to me, two heats or more is a win. Even one heat wouldn't matter to me, but but two heats is great. Brandon Melky uh, took the win in that one. Isabella McMullen with the uh, the Bandito got second. Ezra McMullen, which I believe is Isabella's bro, got third. Uh, he rarely races, so that's interesting. Uh, Nick Rustermeyer was there, uh, finished fourth. Brian Melky finished fifth. Tanner Hall was sixth. Alex Eichler was seventh, and Steve Eichler was eighth. So that means that Alex must have been running his... Uh, his new car. The A main saw Steve Wall and uh, Josh McMullen and Diego Quintana finish first, second, third. TJ Williams uh, finished fourth. Cannon McLean was fifth. Ethan Rustermeyer was sixth. And Michael uh, Prendergast was seventh. And then we had a stock buggy A main, it looks like. And uh, wow, good turnout. Very nice turnout. Uh, Jackson Anderson uh, finished uh, one. 0.187 seconds ahead of Cole Webb in second. And then Cole finished ahead of TJ. Um, Eli Webb was fourth. McMullen, Josh. Josh McMullen was fifth. Dylan Haas uh, was sixth. Cody Kupke was seventh. And Ryder, I'm going to kill this last name. Gotzalch was eighth. I think I got that right. Um, Mini Truggy. There was five of them. Uh, John Haas with the win on a Friday night in Mini Truggy. Had a TJ Williams. TJ was probably running his two-wheel drive in that one. Uh, Nate Will was third. Steve Wall was fourth. And Cody Kupke was fifth. Looks like he might have busted out. He did qualify second, so looks like he busted out of that one. Then a 13-5 class with uh, Jackson Anderson as a win. TJ Williams second. John Haas was third. Um, an e-buggy class. Uh, Jackson Anderson with the win. Steve Wall was second. Nate Will was third. All three of those guys were going to go to Kansas City. Um, and then Michael Prendergast uh, was fourth. And then Itsy Bitsy. So Trevor must have added a new class. And it was called Itsy Bitsy. Oh, really? Yeah, that's awesome. I wonder what that included. It's got to be minis. It's got to be minis, right? Like mini tees? Must be. He inadvertently referenced a trinity car from like 2005 yeah. the itsy bitsy spider yep one of the worst one. one of the worst mini cars ever made yep came and went yeah that and the, <laughs> that and the sport works chaos were two of the yeah it's a nitro 18 scale car <laughs> i um, have one of those engines still somewhere oh really wow yeah it's never been started if i do like Hell will probably like rise up from yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Cthulhu will come through the earth and yeah. come up from the underground. That'd be sweet. I should start it. <laughs> Cthulhu cult with a <laughs> with a chaos, chaos motor. <laughs> uh, TJ Williams uh, with the win. Cody Kupke was second. Uh, Dylan Haas it looks like was third, and then Ethan Rustemeyer was fourth. Nick Rustemeyer was fifth. Alex Eichler was sixth. And Steve Eicher was seventh, but they got the same number, so I'm not sure if it's because they didn't start or if it's because they were they put two different classes together. 
But either way, how about that, dude? Good night. Uh, 40, 42 entries on a Friday night in the middle of summer. That's what I'm talking about. Um, then Saturday said had six heats. And I think I think Renner Nectar. Oh, yeah, look at this. So check this out. Because uh, I, like I said, this is the first time I've even looked at this. So the four-wheel drive mod A main, Tom Rinderneck, Alex Vanderbeek, Aiden Olson. Nice. Ethan Delaire was fourth. And then Logan Prismanis and Jackson Anderson also in that race. But it looks like they didn't start. Plex Spec had uh, Ryder. Uh, I'm going to kill this last name again. Uh, Gottalch was first. Katie Kenworthy, who I don't, I don't recognize that name. So <laughs> maybe a new person. That'd be awesome. Uh, was second. Uh, Motega Clancy was third. Yahweh was there, finished fourth. Um, Cannon McLean was fifth. Alex Eichler, again, with his new buggy, uh, was sixth. Owen Hook was seventh. And Steve Eichler was eighth. So they got in the double, double duty Friday and Saturday. Let's see. What else we got? So 13.5 four-wheel drive. Um, you had Jackson Anderson with the win. Caden Bairdine. Wow. Was there. So the Bairdines came down. Uh, TJ Williams was third. Corey Tannehill was fourth. Tyler Studer came up from KC. Um, in fifth and Travis Clancy, uh, finished sixth. And then we had trucks, uh, John Bairdine with the win. Logan, Logan Prismanis was second. Tyler Fleming was third. Ryan Hodson, uh, was, uh, oh, this one's got a whole bunch of, so they must've ran maybe mini truggies and stadium trucks together. So I'm going to take a guess here and say that. Ryan Hodgson and TJ Williams were second and third with the 13 fives. And then Logan and Tyler were first and second with the, um, mini truggies. That's an educated guess on my part. And then mod mod buggy, even, even with all of us gone, we still had a great, like it's one of the coolest things about the Plex is we have a mod buggy class weekly, no matter, almost no matter what on a Saturday. Um, yeah, Tom Rinderneck with the win. Ethan Delaire was second. Aiden Olson was third. And Alex Vanderbeek looks like he failed to start this one. Hmm. Not sure what happened, but. And then uh, Stock Buggy. There was a. Uh, wow, there's 10 of them. Caden Bairding with the win. Jackson Anderson finished second. TJ was third. Uh, Tyler Fleming fourth. John Bairding was fifth. Eli Webb, Daniel Bender, Cole Webb, Tyler Studer, and Travis Clancy. So. That's uh, that's your full weekend of racing um, with a lot of us gone or either planning to be gone. So with all of us there, we probably probably would have had close to 50 entries. Oh, yeah. You know, we'll see what happens this week for club racing. Uh, the feedback I got, um, Tom said the track was really good. That's what I heard. I heard it was taking uh, silver slicks. Yeah. I had. Uh, I had, I had instructed Trevor to go out and work on the track a little bit. Like there was some holes that needed to be filled mm-hmm. and I showed him, you know, where I get my dirt from, you know, how to do it and everything. So, um, hopefully, uh, well, he said he did and he said that he had some help too, which is great. So if you're listening and you're one of the guys that helped Trevor, um, fix up the track a little bit while we were gone, uh, we appreciate it. We thank you very much. Yeah. Chime in so we can say your name. Yeah. Chime in. Uh, better yet, do a super chat and give us money to chime in and say your name. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the ultimate uh, chime in. 
What's new? Oh, before I get to the comments, did you see the new, the new Fortech uh, from Traxxas? It's those like 34 Fords or whatever. No, that sounds cool. Yeah. It's, so it's the Fortech, the larger Fortech that has the, uh, the uh, Corvette body on it. Is it the Nitro one? No, not a Nitro Fortech. Although that would be cool, but we don't even, we don't even care the Nitro Fortech anymore. They still make it? Think so? Yeah. Wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if they don't have it in stock anyways, but uh, I'm pretty sure they do. I want to make a car that's like Nitro. It's like a street car and call it like the street weasel. I don't know why that just sounds really funny to me. Street weasel. Street weasel. Yeah. And then some guy would be like, man, the dang weasel quit working. (laughs) (laughs) I I brought this up and now I can't even find the, uh, the name. So the crazy thing is like, um, we couldn't find it. We couldn't find the name of it to pre-order this week. So oh, we, really? yeah, so we, we like Kip was like freaking out because he had one or two people that wanted to pre-order it. And we're like, you know, we've got a bunch of them on order, so we'll just take your name and call you and everything will work out fine. Mm-hmm. It's probably because they, they call it something else and I, I'm trying to find it and it's not coming up and it's really upsetting me. Oh, hmm. factory five. Hold on. Factory five. That sounds like a new team up movie from like Marvel. About some guys that work in a factory and they all got like one, one guy fell on a vat of acid or something or nuclear waste factory. Yeah. Now the factory five. So the factory five thing had been on there. So they had these snap on limited edition bodies for the four tech mm-hmm. and now they're bringing them out. Um, they're bringing them out as like not, not snap on bodies, but just like a, a, a standard car that you can buy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So there's one that's a coupe and then one that's a truck. And that's right. That's why I couldn't find them because they're called the Factory 5. So uh, that's going to be cool. That's uh, just, I mean, at least they're coming out with a new kind of new stuff. I mean, it's it's on the same chassis, but, um, you know, it, it's been limited. But everything that Traxxas has come out with this year, we've actually had a couple times in the store at least. I think, yeah. we, got, I think we got in all the Broncos right now, the new 2020. 2021 Broncos. The Factory 5. Hmm? Hmm? Oh, yeah? Do you have one? Uh, going all the way up to the top, uh, Cole Webb's on here. Joel, Joel Florky was on here. Dylan Haas. Um, Joel Florky was one that asked earlier, how can I get started in RC car racing? We said, buy an RC car and race Plexpec or your beginner class at wherever track you're close to um, if you're locally the cool thing too. It's only five bucks, so that's pretty neat. At our track. Yeah, at our Your track. track might charge Your more. Your track might charge more, but ours is only five dollars. And wait, if, tell them the hobby plex only charges five dollars. <laughs> yeah, the hobby plex only charges five bucks. So the, the the way that we do plex spec on a Friday night is uh all plex spec entries are free after your first paid entry. So if you got a family of four and you're all racing plex spec, it only costs five bucks. Because you're paying really? for that first entry and then the rest of them are all free. If your if your first entry is like Tommy Smith racing mod buggy, then you pay twenty dollars, and his daughter still gets to race for free. So it's just the way the way we do it. Um, okay, the first uh, the first actual question, Jackson Anderson, what does gluing the tire foam to the wheel do? I heard people talking about doing that, but don't know what it does. On 
high grip, it gives your car a more direct feeling. Like if you're like catching edges and stuff like that, um, it'll kind of keep it free. It can get kind of edgy if you do that too. So it's kind of something you have to try it and see what it does for you. I don't know if you necessarily want to do it at our track though. Maybe in the front. Dude, cause I've accidentally glued my foams to the rant, to the wheel. So in 10 scale or eight scale in 10 scale. Don't matter. I mean, it's totally different. Oh, uh, but do, do you, use, so we're talking eight scale. Yeah. So do you just super glue, like do you just peel it up and then glue like you would glue a tire and let, and press it back down and let it dry? What I did is I took the glue straw. I'll show you here, like on my tri-flow or whatever. I just take like the straw and stick it into the foam and pull it out like while squeezing glue on each one of those notches. And that way it just stays where I put it. Oh, you know, okay. That's, that's what I've always done. Okay. So and it keeps it kind of pretty. I mean, there used to be tape, you know, I, I actually have a whole big roll of double back tape to tape, uh, foams, the wheels. Um, uh, MIP made a tape that oh, was yeah, like the did. right, correct length to do a 10 scale wheel. Or, That's right. I, I just feel like it kind of makes the car like really numb or whatever. They must not have sold that very well because they always, that was some of the stuff that they'd always send for giveaways. Yeah. It, it, the, the I think that this, cause I've always glued them. Um, I tried the tape a few different times and it's just like, it's harder to kind of get it where you want it. Yeah. Like using the glue, like it's just there. Yeah. Like you put, it goes exactly where you want it. Um, whenever I've done it, mm. uh, I mean, it's just something you have to try and see if you like it. I mean, it, it, pretty much if you're running slicks, you might want to do it. Oh, okay. I'm going to try it this weekend on my two-wheel drive car. Yeah. Why not? It's club race. Who cares? Sure. I'm going to try it. Yeah, I um, would. If it works, maybe I'll do a video on how to how to glue foams to, to, to wheels. Yeah. And we'll see. Uh, Travis Clancy's on here. Says hello. The little wave. Hey, uh, Rob, the mouth melon from, uh, from Washington state, um, says what's, uh, what up, Alex? Good job on father's day. You and your boy. Thank you very much. It was fun. Um, we're going to go drag racing again, September 5th. That's when it works out for us. So I told Emerson not to have any high expectations. Yeah, I I don't know if lightning will strike twice, but at least at least now we've had some experience. So, and by then we'll have we'll probably have uh, uh, J Concepts hotties on that on that thirteen five car. Yeah, right. Uh, Steve RC is the store open on the fourth? It is, but I think we close an hour earlier because it's on Sunday. So I think we're open twelve to five on Sunday instead of twelve to six. So if you want to get out and get some track time or you need some stuff, we will be open. Um. And then he, then to follow up, he said, uh, Steve RC says, yep, Alex Eichler got to uh, run his B6, uh, 2d in the main. And, uh, they were both got to race each other in the plex heat on, on Saturday. So that was really good. Great. Uh, Peter Renault wants to know whatever happened with your scooter. Which one? I think this is directed towards me. Oh, so, uh, my scooter turned into a Sony a6400 um, mirrorless camera with uh, Rody Pro shotgun mic and a 
uh, handle holster. Um, basically, the part that they needed is no, was no longer made, and so the decision was made to just basically give me my money back and wait for something else. And uh, I couldn't wait, so I went and uh, got something for the channel instead. So I kind of getting a good camera, something I've always wanted to have. And uh, eventually I'm going to be able to use it on like um, our uh, after hours uh, live stream and stuff. So the, the quality is a lot better video. Um, but uh, yeah, that's what happened. It turned into a, it went from something that's like this big into something that's uh, this big. Yeah. So one day, maybe one day I'm kind of done spending money. Um, my wife and I, you know, we did that refinance and, and kind of, took a little equity out of our house and I don't want to waste it on dumb stuff. So I think I'm, I think I'm done spending big money on stuff for now. Um, then he, then he says, uh, he's almost, uh, Peter Renault's almost plex spec ready. Nice. You know, uh, hopefully Canada will open up one of these years and you'll get to, uh, maybe come down to the U S and race sometime. That'd be fun. One of these years. <laughs> um, they had a really cool race in Canada. Did you see the J Concepts Canadian Nats? No, but I heard about it. Dude, that track looked dialed. Like real dark black dirt, hard packed. Jumps all seemed to work. The layout was 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 pretty freaking cool looking. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. That was good. Um then we got into some chat about the racing this weekend. Um uh Saturday the Steve RC said the Saturday four wheel drive a main was pretty awesome to watch. So it must've been a really good one um, with the top dogs again. Uh, Andrew Barrett said the truck race was crazy, uh, a crazy finish as well. Uh, Andrew Barrett said that they patched uh, some stuff up and Josh McMullen was helping, which makes sense because Josh McMullen, you know, he's kind of a, um, he's a motocross guy too. So it's not like he's never been to a track and knows what to do to stuff. Looks yeah. like Jackson Anderson uh, also helped, so that's good. Uh, John Haas got himself uh, got got uh, Dylan a twenty two X four for his birthday. Um, so, and then he says, "Do you suggest stock shock oil or thirty five front, thirty two rear?" Um, my suggestion is build that car completely stock because that's what I did, and that car was dialed. Like I didn't change a thing. And that car was really good. So. I'm sure there's setup stuff out there um, that that is different, but man, I the stock setup they nailed it on that one. You know, how sometimes these guys, these companies will make a stock setup that's it's developed to be kind of neutral for everybody, but it doesn't really work very well. Yeah, the the not the 22x4, the 22x4 out of the box is really really good. Yeah, Andrew said stock setup on that thing is pretty good out of the box. I agree. Um. Peter Renault wants to know for Will, what springs and tires uh, did you put on your gas truck? Um, I'm running uh, truck white rears and truck gray fronts. And then in the video that we posted, I was running uh, gold compound uh, ellipses front and rear with dirt tech bones. Yeah. Um, free standard stuff. I, I'm going to put that video on YouTube. So, so uh, YouTube's got a rule where it'll only... Um, it only allows you to, you can post all the videos you want, but only your, only you're only allowed three videos a day 
to uh, to ping. So last week, that's why we didn't have any pings on our on our live stream oh. because um, I had already posted all of Saturday's racing on Monday because that's when I had time to do it. So mm-hmm. I only posted two videos from the truck series, um, and then I then I had us going, so it would ping, so these guys would all know that we're on. Mm-hmm. Tonight I'm going to post the rest, and then I want to post your uh, gas truck video on there as, as well. So okay, it's only like a minute and a half long, but I mean, it's, it's, it's good content. That's some good driving. And, and plus you don't get to see that many gas truck out there right now. Thanks. Yeah. Really good. Well, hopefully we change that. That'd be yeah. cool. So two weeks is it two weeks. So three weeks. So we got club race, summer series, and then truck series. Yeah. And then, uh, um, so our next truck series is in three weeks. So we'll see if we get some gas truck guys to come up. Yeah, that'd be great. I, uh, um, really bummed out. I wasn't able to drive that thing this last weekend. Yeah. That was the one downside to the whole deal. Yeah. I was going to drive it around on, uh, the, uh, FTR and I was like, eh, this thing's all clean. Yeah. I mean that track, is, uh, it's an, that track is an eight scale track though. That wouldn't, I don't think that would have been very much fun to be honest with you. No, I pretty much just rolled all the jumps and got it dirty. Yeah. But or, broke, okay. or, or uh, broken. Yeah. Like that would have sucked if you, you know, sent it off that, that front triple to double it and it, and it caught something weird and ended up breaking you. Yeah. I was like, eh, well, I was like the next time I'm going to drive this thing is going to be at the Plex and yeah, like it's, it still looks like new even after the tanks we ran through at the hobby Plex. So, yep. Uh, Steve RC says Alex broke his top plate where it screws into the shock tower. Is there a tip to make it stronger or so? Do I need thicker oil in the shocks? The top of the screw snapped off. Uh, honestly, that's probably just bad luck. Cause yeah, I don't think you on see what? on the, on the B six, three, the front top plate yeah. where the shock tower bolts into it. Oh, Looks really? Like it, yeah. Oh, I would assume that that's just, that's just a bad break. I don't yeah. think that, I don't think you're going to find that to be a common thing. No, I've had the same titanium screws in my car for like, since the B6 came out. Yeah. I've recycled that, that, uh, same kit through four cars. I did, um, uh, I did have a problem with my car with the front clip and the, and the bulkhead, how they squeeze together. It like yeah. pulled out. So for a little while there, I, one of the reasons why my car pushed so much was because it was, it was out. And so the front end was, was moving and flexing and I didn't, and I didn't know it until I finally got a chance to look at it. And then I replaced it and squeezed it back down went out and drove it. And I was like, Oh man, my car is awesome now. Is is stripped the screws out? Uh Uh-huh. Weird. Yeah. That's what I said. So yeah, I Steve, I think that's probably just just a bad break. I think it's just bad luck. Um, John Haas says uh, Dylan's building and uh, he's supervising, so that's pretty good. Nice, uh, Riley Filbert. Didn't you move your arms back? And I assume you're probably talking about the twenty two X four. I honestly don't remember. Maybe I did. I don't think I did, but maybe. Um, details, details. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I left mine alone for the most part. I did try. Durango front springs on it once just to be funny. I remember that. And uh, that didn't work at all. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, Peter Renault says, a man can't live on only two race videos. And yeah, I know. I'm going to get the rest of them up um, tonight when I get home. I just, uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't want to ruin the ping. Like, like uh, we get more viewers if it, if, if people are reminded. And uh, I think that's it. That's all the, that's all the stuff. So. One thing's for sure. I need to get, I have Jason Haley's uh, truck engine. I told him I'd break it in for him. I need to start on that. Nice. We drove, uh, we drove Emerson's eight scale for a little bit, uh, yesterday. Um, uh, I wanted to work on that idle a little bit more. Yeah. And, uh, I leaned, I leaned the bottom end even more and then, and then got the idle screw kind of where it was, it would come in and go without dying. Yeah. You always got to work the idle and the, the bottom end together. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be ready for the next one. We've got a month to think about it. Yeah. Did you see they announced uh Fastlane announced their um the riot this year? It's September tenth, eleventh, twelfth or something like that. Oh yeah. So that that kind of works with our schedule. Um because mm-hmm. it's a week before the summer series finals. And so it's basically just a club race. So I'm gonna I'm gonna see what my money situation is if I can I'll I'll know if I can go to that after we come back from the Cheyenne shootout. Yeah. You and, think you can just go down there Friday night or Yeah, yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Unless it rains. It's one thing one it's thing out- I don't miss at all Ooh. is the outdoor racing with the rain. Ooh, do you think they'll have gas truck at that race? Oh, I'm sure they will. Ooh. I know. That'd be cool. Yeah. But like, think about it. This weekend. Almost every, with the exception of where we were, and it was threatening us a little bit. I mean, it was drizzling every once in a while. Yeah. But basically, with the exception of where we were, from 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 the Rockies east, almost everything got rained on and ruined a lot of weekend uh, events. Did you see Axial Fest? Yeah, there's like standing water. There's a mud like fest. Get out your waders. It was a mud fest. <laughs> Just, mm-hmm. oof. I don't know if I would have enjoyed that or not. I probably, I mean, it, 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 I don't know. I just don't, I don't like getting my crawlers wet and muddy. That's not, that's not my thing with crawling. Yeah, I like to keep my car clean. I like clean cars. I mean, the one cool thing about Axial Fest, you really, you really can't get rained out because it's crawling. So, I mean, they, I think they, got most of their events in regardless. Not like a, yeah. it's not like a race where you need like a, you know, prepared track and corner marshaling positions to be safe and all that other stuff. Right. So, okay. I think that's it. Uh, I'm going to go back home and uh, play with my crawler course for a little bit before I, uh, before I head in for the night and start getting videos downloaded and start looking at editing our, our weekend race video and, I got to start getting a hold of uh, door prizes for the summer series. I usually do that around the first of July, so I got to get going. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, uh, this show, as always, brought to you by Pivot Lending Group, and uh, you can find them at pivotlending.com. And uh, mention our show to Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad, and you can get yourself five hundred dollar lender credit or point uh, one two five off of your interest rate on your next. Uh, refinance or home loan 
And uh, we used that $500 lender credit to take care of stuff so we didn't have to pay anything out of pocket. It worked out really well. Big thanks to uh, Will Britton for uh, being on the show as always and for uh, hanging out with Emerson and I all weekend. And uh, I had a great time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'd do it again. Would poop here again. There was a lot of gases exchanged in the truck. Yeah. For six and a half Nine hours. Nine out of ten would race again. Yeah. <laughs> See you guys. See ya.